0: the fantasy finish line podcast and tonight is wednesday october 26th 2022 it's week eight and we're going to do the pepsi player challenge
1: i didn't realize you you named it the pepsi player challenge
0: pepsi slash (laughs) player well it was called the pepsi challenge long ago
1: or the coca-cola challenge or the cola challenge or the blindfold challenge i like the blindfold challenge i just don't want to wear a blindfold this guy just likes pepsi that it's true. Yeah, and I and it's my posit that he's not going to be able to pick the Pepsi.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> what we're gonna do tonight, everyone, is uh, a little blind um, testing from fantasy players and from some colas. Did you have any surprise drinks to? Bust out it later in the show.
1: Testing, testing. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, maybe afterwards we will. But but the things I saw at the store, like the Dream World Coca Cola, etc., sure, are such not regular colas that it wouldn't really align.
0: Well, I thought maybe you'd try like a whiskey or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm always down to test. Can you tell
0: a... which is the whiskey and which is the cola?
1: To... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there was a wedding a wedding I went to a long time ago uh, where I had to switch to non alcoholic beer at some point. Uh, but I think someone had to switch you to non-alcoholic beer, is what you mean. But in general, <laughs> in general, I think uh, you should always know if your Coke has a little bit of uh, whiskey in it.
0: Correct, correct. You should always be able to tell. Yeah, I mean, any drink that doesn't taste like alcohol is suspicious.
1: But you can't see um, um, the, the viewers at home you or the lift listeners a sign, maybe, at home. Give them a peek. Uh, for those of you uh, listening on YouTube or watching, we have behind uh, the little sign that's in front of our table six uh, large, sort of Dixie ish cups for those born uh, or raised in the 90s. <laughs> you know, remember those bathroom dispensers where they just I'm stick sure. them on the wall and then you yeah. pull one down? Yeah. Uh, so these are like larger versions of that. And each one uh, has in it a different kind of cola. We have tonight uh, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and RC. And the idea is uh, to see uh, these were mixed up by my fiance, who is upstairs. And uh, so we don't know what's in them. But on the bottom of the glasses is a number. And we'll get a key afterwards. Okay. So maybe we can bet on that, Jay.
0: Maybe we can guess which which is right. We're also going to kind of do that a little bit with players. So, mm-hmm. um I did a little bit of that in my column this week, and it won't be players we used. I hope because maybe you looked and saw who I talked about in the column. Um, but what what I like, what I've always a little trope I've always liked in like sports talk radio and stuff is sure. presenting two similar stat lines and being like, "Would you rather have this guy or that guy?" And you always want to get led towards the nicer stats, and it's always the worst player.
1: Yeah, and I mean, maybe we didn't do that uh, necessarily this time. I'm not sure. And because we usually share our notes for, for our show, yeah. this time we didn't. And so I don't really know how he, uh, speaking about Jason, uh, put this together. And he doesn't really know how I did. But I think uh, they'll be similar at least. I think we're,
0: yeah. As long we'll as see. we didn't. It'd, we'll it'd be crazy if we overlapped the same players. We did not check on
1: that. Well, I, I took different positions, so that's not You just went, went ahead happen.
0: and did a different position? Okay. Yeah. Having a position isn't a spoiler. So anyways, um, I do write a column every Monday called Statistically Insignificant. Um, I try to write it on Mondays. I (laughs) have failed once or twice this year.
1: Monday slash Tuesday. Monday
0: evening. It's a good little thing to (laughs) sit down and read while you're watching Monday Night Football. So... We'll start out with 14.25 points per game. So that stat would sound great if you're talking about a running back or a wide receiver, but it's disappointing when you talk about a quarterback. If I told you that a quarterback who had an ADP of 9 is currently trailing the guy who had an ADP of 27, you'd be disappointed. And by disappointed, I mean you'd be disappointed if you were the one who drafted that quarterback thinking that you were really sneaky getting a good value on the two-time MVP. So that gives it away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback 21 on the season now. He's failed to make his – last week he failed to make his stat line looked at all distinct from Taylor Heineke. Rodgers had 194 yards and two touchdowns. Heineke had 204 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, we should call him DJ Failed. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, the, the Packers – I mean, I'll let you continue, right? Yeah. The Packers still have a chance to sort of – uh, have some kind of resurgence I think a lot of people think they're going to um, uh, trade for or acquire in some way another receiver um, and they've had a lot of other problems they too. really need one uh, this offensive line and, and play calling hasn't been terrific uh, but I agree with you yeah it's uh, it's been a, a fall from grace for Aaron Rodgers and you can see the frustration in his eyes uh, at least he's not yelling at his offensive line after missing practice all week though you know you can be worse than Aaron Rodgers I thought
0: about picking on Tom Brady you could be Tom Brady but I thought that would be a little too obvious (laughs) so this season Rodgers hasn't even reached 18 points in a single game Mm. he has not gotten to 300 passing yards he has not thrown for three touchdowns in a single game the drop off at quarterback is quite precipitous there is a large um sort of block at the top and it happened this week too there was like three guys who had like 27 or more points and then the fifth highest player only had, like, um, 19. Yeah. Uh, I talk about that in my column as well. Check out our website, drink5.com, in order to um, check out all the stuff we put up every week. But anyways, after Joe Burrow, who had an ADP of 7, you have to go all the way to Trevor Lawrence, whose ADP was 18, to find a guy who scored in the top 10 of quarterbacks through 7 weeks. Because other guys who are in there are, like, Geno Smith, uh, who was, like, not even drafted in the top 20, I don't think. Um, so, like there really is like a small group at the top of quarterbacks this year that are really good and then there's none of that like meaty middle that we're used to remember how every year you were always like um not you specifically but you could always stream a quarterback because there was like 15 guys i remember yeah that's not happening this year Mm. um there's like a mediocre group and it includes guys like aaron Rodgers and tom brady
1: Surprise, surprise, uh, after uh, playing fantasy football for many years, and I don't even know exactly how long uh, we've been playing. Uh, I, I believe, uh, for me in particular, probably like uh, maybe maybe 13 or 14 years now, something like that. Um, probably pushing 15, I bet. Certainly could be. In and, and 2007. And we're not veterans of the sport. We, we just kind of came in sort of in the beginning, in the middle-ish.
0: Right, right as it was getting popular.
1: But... Um, it's, it's certainly a surprise to no one that the meta changes, right? This is kind of like in video gaming too. Uh, I don't know if you play any of these kinds of games, but like in, in Hearthstone or, or like in first-person shooters, et cetera, when you have classes, which are similar to, to positions in a sure. football game, yeah. uh, oftentimes uh, the someone will figure out uh, in those games that like such and such combination really works well. And then everyone will copy them. And then the meta of that game changes to that. And then the other things that were popular before have fallen behind because everyone knows how to deal with them. For a long time in the modern era, it was the quarterback who was always the, the best. Perhaps that's changing slightly in the NFL.
0: Yeah, or at least from like a fantasy perspective.
1: Because it's not like the... uh, But I
0: guess it would be the NFL changing first.
1: Yeah, it's not like the players from college are are getting worse. That's not true at all. It's the same kind of... We're still
0: seeing plenty of good people come in the league.
1: Yeah, so you have to think either shifting back to to more of a heavy running game, or maybe it's like a two tight end set, or passing the ball around more, or uh, not being as focused on long pass plays. And because of that, whatever reason it is, and we'll... Hopefully, have more information right to analyze that later in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you said is 100 percent true. The quarterbacks this year are just falling off a cliff, similar to what uh, what tight ends would normally do or starting running backs on a team. All right,
0: um, makes it yeah. tough for superflex. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, superflex is always fun because you it felt like there was always so many more points because you got to throw another quarterback in there. But it makes it even more interesting. I think if all of a sudden there is the possibility that you would legitimately want to start a wide receiver or a running back over your, you know, second quarterback.
1: Sure. Like I have a league where you can start uh, one quarterback and there's two super flex positions. Uh, This past week I would have won the game if I had put in Kenneth Walker uh, instead of Matt Ryan, but it's too hard. Mm. It's too hard for me to be like, let's take out the quarterback to put in a uh, rookie running back. It's
0: very, it's very entrenched. Um, (laughs) And for now seemingly obvious, you know, choice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, But maybe it won't continue to be so. I mean, I wouldn't start Matt Ryan this week. (laughs) No. Maybe Sam Erlinger, but uh, I don't think he'll be any better than Matt Ryan. We'll see. Probably not. Uh, So one of these defenses
0: and special teams uh, had 22 points. So if you had a choice to pick between them, um, and you could know a few of these facts ahead of time.
1: Well, you just decide to know you, that to do the same theme on the show in your article, like uh... no, no,
0: no, only for two of the things. <laughs> so I thought I'd throw those out as like a way for us to get ready for
1: it. Well, I picked all defense and kicker, so
0: okay. Well, then you didn't read my article. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs>
1: but but yeah, give me the defenses. Let me see if I can pick it because I didn't read your article yet.
0: Okay, so um, would you want to have the team that goes up against one of the top offenses in the league? Or the team that is going to have two pick sixes. And that's kind of a giveaway.
1: Yes, the two pick sixes.
0: Right. Of course, you'd want that.
1: Was it Kansas City?
0: No, the Cardinals on Thursday night oh, had two Ari- pick sixes Arizona. in a row. Yeah, that's But right. the Cowboys scored 22 points. They had five sacks and five turnovers. And the Cardinals only had 18 points because they had two pick sixes and one other interception, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And so like, even with two you know, pick sixes, they couldn't even get to 20 points. Um,
1: I would take either of those. Um, sure. Absolutely. They're both very good. Instead. I so. probably had the Jaguars or something.
0: <laughs> so the 22 points is actually the second best performance by a DST all season. Mm. Uh, there are two teams who are tied at 26, two teams who are tied at 22. Um, so it's the second highest point total. I suppose it's not the second best performance. Gotcha. Anyways, this Cowboys have 29 sacks. They're leading the league in fantasy points. Um, but the Bills did have a bye week last week;
1: they were previously leading. Yeah, they couldn't score any points.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I'll, sometimes on defense, it's good. You don't want to give them up either. Uh, so, anyways, make sure you check out uh, my column, uh, all the other stuff that we put up there. Dave's rankings are up there right now for Week Eight. Um, how you doing on the uh, as an expert this? This year so far,
1: and that's I've uh, checked in the last couple statistically weeks. Statistically insignificant is the name of that column. If you didn't already say it, I don't. I don't recall. Um, and let's do a shot here. Um, I, I'm number 14 overall now. I've just improved my position. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, I'm trying to break into the top 10, but it's very, I didn't know it ahead of time, so hard. I was kind of throwing you. It's very hard. Uh, Cheers out there. Cheers to those folks that are watching here in Cheers our, in our home studio, Peanut Gallery. Uh, but to yeah, the, to
0: the bringer of water and ice cream.
1: But yeah, number 14 overall. And, uh, you know, rankings is a hard game and one that I seem to be getting a little better at. If I look over the past couple of years, I've generally been ranked uh, out of 200 experts on fantasypros.com. Uh, uh, David Biggs uh, is, is what the rankings are under. Um, and generally somewhere between like 30 and 50. Uh, so I've done pretty well. Uh, but now I'm doing uh, better than I've, I've done in the past. Now that said... I could easily, uh, you know, fuck up these these uh, rankings over the next several weeks and fall back down, <laughs> and it, it puts a lot of pressure on on me when I'm doing them. Uh, David Biggs drink five on or Tuesday, fourteen, uh, because because generally I'm doing them Tuesday afternoon and evening. Fucking uh,
0: like Nick Spencer at sixteen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I but I really enjoy it, and and again I would never suggest that you do exactly as I as I, um, uh, am prognosticating. Only that it's a good guideline for you Imprognosticating?
0: to... Imprognosticating? Is that what happens on Game of Thrones?
1: No. <laughs> uh, I don't know what happens on Game of Thrones. I, I black out every time I watch that show. It's like faced face with trauma and blood and dragons. So, you know. Yeah, that's a scary experience. Just
0: let it wash over you.
1: There's a lot of things. I, I like VR a lot. Uh, there's a lot of things that I would love to watch in VR. But I don't think Game of Thrones is one of those things. I'd be like, mm. no... No, horror movies and, like, Game of Thrones, I'm just going to watch on a flat screen. <laughs> yeah, so the dragon doesn't look like uh, it's coming at me, you know, and no spoilers. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, it's ch- coming for someone. Cheers, cheers. Yes, I already... Cheers, cheers. Mm-hmm. So I think before uh, we have too much more alcohol or or break into uh, the, the other uh, sort of blindfold challenge, we should probably get into this before before these sodas get flat.
0: So Okay, that's a good idea. So um we can start out with number one shall we try it and see how it goes
1: yeah and and so these are going to be one two three from the outside in right yep and and we're gonna try them at the same time i don't necessarily suggest that we do a lot of uh of comparing although i might try to lead you down the wrong path You see if like the, the I haven't co-
0: had any of these in like a couple days. like so. the
1: coloring or the uh, or the smell of it makes a difference, but it's gonna be hard to to, ga- uh, to gauge I think I was gonna say jage I don't know what that is.
0: Okay so I smelled it and I thought it was one thing and I tasted it and uh, I feel like it reinforces
1: it reinforces. I'm
0: gonna write down what I think they are.
1: Yeah, me too. We can compare. Okay. So I've, I've had all these before at some point. Uh, they're RC, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi. No diets, but all uh, of the regular original mixtures. Um, and and I think it'll be interesting because so many people that you watch on YouTube or uh, that have been. Are you going to drink challenge. the whole
0: thing right now? Or are you going to save a little bit in case you want to go back I've and check?
1: I've got a little bit, but okay. i got I got to make sure I know where they are. Okay, that's
0: the one- I, I, I sort of want to say something, but I want to remind the peanut gallery to not react in any way, shape, or form That's when they true. hear what we say they are. What so, did you think the first one
1: was? So on to two. Or do you want
0: to wait until we're done trying them all?
1: Uh, I'm not sure we should influence each other or not. Do you want? To, That's do you, what I'm thinking is maybe it
0: influences each other.
1: Do you want to bet on these? Is this what we're doing? Do want to
0: bet? Okay, I mean, come up with a bet. Okay. We've brought this up like three times now. Present the bet.
1: Oh. <laughs> he said, oh. Oh.
0: God damn, they taste so close. He's like, and that's is about so similar. And that's
1: about the same. It's also a cola. <laughs> I like the these are
0: these We've are. We've learned how to like taste beers and wine, so of course we're gonna act the same when we just try some colas. These are hard. <laughs> oh yeah. So if this last one is what I have left, and I think it is, like when I try it. If when I try it, I think it is what it what I have left, yeah. then I'm going to be very happy.
1: Because you're done. Because then I'll be
0: like, all right, I think I got this. But if I think it's one of the first two, then I'm going to be so screwed. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers on this last one. Did you think of a bet? How do you want to do this? Uh, like I if guess, someone's if someone gets accurate, them
1: If someone gets them all right. Okay.
0: Then the other person has to buy beers next week? Yeah, that we sounds... We do that a lot. That
1: sounds fine. Okay. Yeah. Mm. not sure not sure (laughs) that's uh you know what movie that's from all right not sure
0: (laughs) it's idiocracy
1: that's difficult plus we've been drinking other beverages tonight and uh wow so
0: it's coke i mean i'm not saying in order but coke pepsi and rc
1: yeah that's correct
0: and we like when's the last time you hit rc
1: Probably like five years ago. okay.
0: I did I did have lunch at a place with RC uh, last week when we decided we after we had decided we were doing this and I didn't want to try any RC because I knew it would totally fuck me up. I wanted it to just be like a completely foreign experience compared to something that I like I knew well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, tough. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: second guessing myself now.
1: <laughs> well, the problem with you know, as you know from from whiskey tasting, from beer tasting, from wine tasting, is if you go back and forth between all of them a bunch, now you're just going to mix everything up because there's no pal- palate cleansing. Okay,
0: I'm fairly certain on number two, but one and three, I feel like could be flipped.
1: Yeah, so I I have my list, I think, and let me go one more time in here.
0: See, that's got the aftertaste that I associate with a certain beverage. With Pepsi? No. <laughs> Not Pepsi. Oh no, I know I know which one's Pepsi. Do I'm you? almost certain. Oh wow. I feel like I know because after trying all three of them again, I still think it's the same one. But yeah, like, I mean, do I drink some wine to cleanse my palate? Wine is really close to this actually.
1: Well, a lot of people mix red wine and soda and, and cola together. Do, do
0: a lot of people do that? Yeah. Okay.
1: I guess there's just a lot of people. Well, from my experience in bars, a lot of uh, 40 to 60-year-old women (laughs) have red wine and cola with a little ice in it, right? But I guess those are bad bars. I don't go to them anymore. (sighs) Those were fun bars. (laughs) No, but it's a drink, seriously. But uh, maybe it's a Midwestern dive bar drink. That makes more sense. So I, I I have my list, but I really am totally unsure because they all taste like cola. Uh, and they're all very close. There's just a, one that seems a little sweeter to me uh, and one that seems a little foreign to me as far as like, I, maybe I haven't had that taste in a little while, which I'm going to put to RC, so we'll see.
0: Okay, so
1: are you, are you, have you tried all of yours? Yeah, they're all gone now, actually. Okay,
0: I have a little bit left. Have you written down all of your answers? I've written down my answers, and I switched my one and three from my original uh, guess. Okay. Uh, I was second
1: guessing yourself. <laughs> Maybe you can third guess yourself. That, that'll be a, a record. So maybe what we can do is okay. you guys can just – I'll call
0: out – I'll say anything. We'll, we'll say what they, they, they are. We'll say what they, they are, know. but then please just pass us the uh, – what the answers are so we can announce them to the people at home.
1: Um, well, that or you have to shout so that so that they can hear you on, on the broadcast. Uh. So oh, we can just start at the beginning. So okay. for number one, uh, I have Coke. What do you have? I had Coke originally, and I switched to RC. You switched to RC. Okay. What's the answer? What's number one? The answer is RC. Oh, Jason, good job there. Okay, number two is gotta be Pepsi. Well, I can't get it right now because I I chose number two is RC. Oh no! Number what is number was two?
0: Pepsi. And you, number you, three
1: is Coke. You got them all right. <laughs> Bam! Well, this guy drinks soda. I'll tell you what. I do drink soda. Yeah. It's a thing. Well, good job. So I, I guess I'll be bringing some beer to the next show, and you did a really excellent job.
0: I I was so I was sure of number two when I had the Pepsi, because Pepsi's my drink. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one tasted like Coke, so I would say RC and Coke are probably pretty similar. That's why I split them up. But when I had, <laughs> they should be objectively random. <laughs> but when I had the uh, last one, I was like, oh, that reminds me of the aftertaste from Coke not like a bad after just just a thing but um we're gonna test the tester after the show and find out how well she can identify them
1: all right well well good job jason that's a round of applause and uh thank you thank definitely you. A, a very good soda uh taster i i was not so good however i in my defense i don't drink a lot of full flavored sodas um but i thought that the uh that the sweetest one was the third one that's why i put pepsi because i find that to be a sweet drink
0: Pepsi has a bit of like a citrusy flavor to it. Um, I think that's what usually people find distinct.
1: Anyway, great job, and uh, we'll see if uh, if you can take any of those uh, soda tasting skills and uh, put them into uh, player guessing skills okay. here in the next segment.
0: Okay. Um, do we want to have a little drink first?
1: Sure, I can always I can always do okay. that.
0: <laughs> have you opened any of these beers yet? To uh, to old scout the old scout you enjoy that one on your own today
1: you know I'm finishing the uh, Sierra Nevada Big Little Thing which is an Imperial IPA uh, and then I'll I'll join you with that beer which seems like a, a a wonderful pipeworks beer heard of mammoths heard of mammoth unicorns oh my gosh
0: it's a hazy Imperial IPA with Idaho Seven Citra Simcoe Azaka, Cryo Amarillo and Cryo Amarillo and Cryo Mosaic.
1: I'm not sure what Azaka is. Neither do I.
0: I I'm not sure what most of that stuff is. It's probably unicorn I assume they're hops. I need to like
1: rinse this cup up. (laughs) No.
0: Better one little sip is tainted with the wine than the whole beer.
1: There you go. Oh, that's hazy. So hazy. And for any long-time listeners, uh, the music that we play during the show is is from me, All Original Music, uh, which I am uh, starting up a Spotify channel for and uh, writing some some new music here up uh, in the winter, because that's a good time to, uh, to be practicing hobbies that don't involve going outside unless you're skiing. I agree. There's a lot of things. You agree, yeah. though, so I appreciate that. I, I mean, I don't do that hobby. But it's not one of my hobbies.
0: My hobby is listening. To the music that you write, like that's among my hobbies. Hey, music is a part of my hobby.
1: Is a massive hobby. So yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And uh, why don't we start off and and we can go back and forth or whatever.
0: Yeah, do you want to lead us off here? After okay. You...
1: Again, I'm not sure that we're going to have the exact same kind of outline for these because I'm certain we won't. We kind of wanted to be in the dark a little bit. So what I did. Uh, is that I chose a, a player A and player B for a position. And I promise
0: not to, like, Google the stats while you're telling
1: me. Yeah, you don't be looking that up. <laughs> he said, like, this player had 315 yards. He's like, who is it? Who is it? As, um, Seattle.
0: I do, like, look at all the stats every week. So it's possible that you, like, bump on one that I already know. But
1: All right. We have to give you a new title now as the uh, as the all-knowing the taster? Uh, soda taster. Okay. Uh, well, most people apparently, uh, if, if they like Pepsi, choose Coke and vice versa. And there's something about those that, um, that when you don't actually have it in front of you uh, is sort of a, a similarity.
0: I, I'm not – I don't know enough about what I I'm just glad you, did I'm glad you to swapped claim them. that I actually know what I'm you're, doing. You're
1: like I could have just put in uh, – filled in C on all the answers. I could
0: that. have just <laughs> guessed Pepsi for all three of them and gotten one of them right.
1: Better than me. Zero <laughs> percent success rate. I'm just rate.
0: gaming this to get free beer.
1: Yeah. Well, nice job again. And uh, I think maybe we should uh, salute you with some sort of a, a prize that I will determine and give to you next podcast.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Is it going to be super spicy chocolate? We don't know. I'm just really glad that none of those like colas secretly were spicy as that,
1: hell. That uh, our listener Glenn didn't like, send gonna us. We're going to be able to
0: talk the entire time and not cry. But...
1: Didn't send us a ghost pepper Very cola heavy. in the mail oh for us to try. <laughs> Shout out to oh, Glenn yeah. for uh, for last week. If you want to uh, take a quick listen or watch on the YouTube channel, search for uh, for Drink Five Week Seven, uh, and and you'll get the Raging Reaper chocolate bar that Glenn sent us, and that was extremely hot. You don't uh,
0: want the Raging Reaper, trust me.
1: Anyway, so we have wide receivers in this blindfolded challenge. Got it. Uh, player A and Player B, and and I want you to uh to to tell me if you have any idea who either of these players are, and then I have some hints. Uh, if you're unable to to successfully guess, uh, which you probably won't be from the first uh you know stab, okay, uh, and I have some hints that should progressively progressively make it easier
0: that's see i did that too so i think that you know we'll be pretty close
1: okay so player a uh is uh has had 44 targets so far this year 26 receptions
0: and these are both wide receivers yeah
1: 315 yards uh 12.1 yards per reception 31 was his longest uh uh catch okay Uh, two touchdowns so far in the year with a total of 58.5 fantasy points um, and, and so here's a little summary basically of, of this player and, and yes, please tell me which one you'd rather have on your team. So, so this guy, big finishes early has been trending down after week three. And last week he was held to, to only one reception. Uh, he's averaging just 2.5 receptions over the last four games. The question is, is, is his quarterback just ignoring him or, or could this maybe an effect of the, uh, offensive scheme? Okay. Uh, player B Uh, has had 40 targets, 26 receptions, same amount of receptions, 338 yards, just a little bit more than player A. Uh, 13.0 yards per reception, just a little bit more than player A. 36 was his longest catch, just a little bit more than player A. Uh, One touchdown, whereas player A has had two. 52.9 fantasy points, which is really only a difference of six. Uh, And his summary of how he's been doing, uh, his usage level has been trending up over the course of the season. He's now averaging over five receptions and almost 11 points per game over the last four games. Uh, it's possible that he could finish as the WR1 on his team by the end of the season. So based on those two guys, hmm. player B has less fantasy points but is trending up over the past four weeks, whereas player A has more fantasy points uh, and, and had big games early but has been trending down. Um, okay. So which player would you rather have? So, Just based on the stats.
0: I, I always want touchdowns. I kind of feel like I'd want player A.
1: Okay, so even though he's trending down, he scored more touchdowns. Yeah. Okay.
0: Is player B Josh Reynolds? No. Okay.
1: Um, well, there you go. I don't well, have a guess for player A. So, hints. Uh, one, both receivers were only able to legally drink alcohol starting earlier this year.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Is that any more helpful? Okay, is player A – oh, what the hell is his name? I'm not going to Google stats. I just need to look up the name. No, no. Okay. Is he the rookie wide receiver on Washington?
1: No. Okay. All right. Player A was a dual D1 athlete playing both basketball and football for USC, and he won the 2021 uh, Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. Player player B loves to block and has some highlight-level flattening of players so far this year. Any idea from those?
0: Is Player B Drake London? No. Is Player A...
1: But you're getting closer.
0: <laughs> sure, I just I wish I had the entire rookie wide receiver class available in my brain because I assume it's a rookie based well, on. Well, if that. you get to the third, it doesn't hint. have to be. If
1: you get to the third hint, you will you will get it. No worries. Okay, give me the third hint. Player A is on the Falcons. Player B is on the Steelers.
0: Uh, player B is George Pickens, right? Player A is Drake London. That's correct.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they're pretty close. Now, player A, Drake London, is wr thirty five on the year, but he's been doing really horribly over the last four weeks. Player B is wr forty three on the year, but he didn't have very much usage at all, and now has been doing really well over the last four weeks.
0: Okay, and they both played the whole season.
1: They both played the whole season. Yeah, that's. What I meant to ask you that to be like, did you give me a
0: per game sort of statistic to just to try to weed out? Like, you know, a little... I didn't. I didn't pick anybody. One of them was that like... was like injured for
1: half a season or gotcha. anything. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Well, that's fun. Uh, I, I think that. Uh, what I did is pretty similar
1: okay uh, do
0: you want to talk about any of those players a little bit
1: uh, I, I, I can I can give sort of a, a again a, a prognostication of, of how I expect for those players to be um, okay and yeah. Sean Sean uh, Foss in the in the chat room said after you guessed London he said you guessed London for the long wrong one <laughs> so'm I'm, I'm sure if he didn't know it already since uh, Sean is uh, a, a big contributor to uh, drink 5.com and, and he's He's a guy who amazingly, and, and hopefully he comes on the podcast later this year, can can literally tell us any college that the players went to. He probably knew it before. As then. soon
0: as you said that he went to USC, I was like, Sean is gonna like be screaming this.
1: Well, he would have known that before then. Even if I, I said so. like a, a D one athlete that played both football and uh, and, and basketball, basketball yeah. he would have been like, "Yep, it's London." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for sure. So if if I look at my uh, at my current rankings going um, on on week eight. Um, I, I currently have George Pickens as the WR30 and London as the WR37. Now, I think, personally, that the trajectory... So what you're
0: saying is you prefer player B?
1: Right now... I
0: think I would still rather have London.
1: Well, it's not really working out. Like, Mariota is not uh, giving the ball to London. The offensive scheme is running a lot. It's not working out for Pitts and London on Atlanta. I feel like
0: it's not working out that much better for the Steelers. But for Pickens, it is, like... An upward trend, I, I do agree. I'm,
1: I'm only talking about, like, uh, the the opportunities for the players. Right. Like, neither team is winning a lot of games, <laughs> you know. It, but but what it's about is, uh, do those players have the opportunities? And right now, the targets and the receptions and uh, the player who's catching those passes and, and turning them into points is George Pickens. So, uh, for the foreseeable future, I still think that George Pickens has kind of a, a, a breakout trajectory to the point where, as I mentioned, he may even finish above Deontay Johnson because, as long as Kenny Pickett is the quarterback there, he seems to favor uh, uh, Pickens in in those uh, um, in those kinds of uh, like jump ball plays. Mm-hmm. A really physical player, and if you didn't already know this from from my previous um, hint. Pickens is, is amazing at just being extremely physical and literally pushing people over, just flattening them. That's awesome. The I, you know, I think it's the fun only to Steelers watch.
0: game i watched any yeah. significant amount of was the one on Sunday night.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, but he'll, he'll start and, off. And
0: that was interrupted by House of the Dragon.
1: <laughs> he'll start off from the line of scrimmage and just mow, mow over someone, which is pretty oh, awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. i got to look for that. It might mean that he doesn't have a lot of longevity. We'll see, but it's, it's really fun to watch.
0: I mean, a, a Steelers wide receiver that knows how to block is um, a fun thing, indeed.
1: Yeah, Sean, Sean just said, too, the Falcons just threw 13 times in a game, and they lost by three scores. So, like, they're, they're not trying, really, I feel like, at this point. You well, know? they
0: want uh, to get the number one pick.
1: Well, if that's the case, then you don't want Drake London.
0: Not now. <laughs> not now.
1: But why don't you go ahead, and I'll see if I can guess.
0: Okay, so let's have a look at quarterbacks who run the ball. Uh, it's always been the key to the top tier of fantasy quarterbacks. So who would you rather have the quarterback with the second-most carries, almost 10 per game, and the second-most rushing yards, over 50 per game, or would you rather have the quarterback that rushes the ball only about eight times per game and is averaging only 35 yards per game?
1: So I'm not going to give you all their stats because that would be a dead giveaway. Well, I think uh, clearly I would I would rather have the, the player with, uh, with more opportunities, like I just said. Yeah. And that's probably the one that is not doing as well, right?
0: I mean, that's how these things work. Yeah. <laughs> of course, this feels like a trap, right?
1: But if you had it on paper, I would want the guy who is rushing more okay. uh, 100%. Do you have any
0: guesses at the moment? You don't really have to. I haven't given you a, a clue officially yet.
1: Um, um, um.
0: So both quarterbacks are known to scramble.
1: Yeah, sure. Um. So I would. I would naturally. I would probably say uh, Kyler Murray, and um. Kyler Murray is not one of the quarterbacks. Okay, fair. Well, then okay. give give me another hint. Uh.
0: So both quarterbacks play in a North Division.
1: A North Division. A
0: North Division. Um. <clears throat> So that's only eight guys now. Oh, I'm sorry. That's wrong.
1: Well, okay. That's a bad clue. That's a bad clue. That's a bad clue. <laughs> one of them plays in a north division. One of them plays in a
0: north division. The <laughs> other one plays in the north, but it's not in the north division. Let's go on to the next clue. One, one of them
1: one of them is Lamar Jackson, probably. No. He uh, does play in a north division. He does, yes. Yes.
0: One of them is not Lamar Give Jackson. Give me the final clue. He has the most um he has the most rushing attempts. Uh, one of them has one hundred and three passing attempts more than the other one. One
1: hundred and three. One hundred and three. Geno Smith. No. One is the QB one.
0: And the other is the QB sixteen.
1: Okay, so Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the QB one, and, and
0: he doesn't play in a North Division.
1: Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that was that was not a helpful. My one. mistake.
0: Well, you know, Buffalo is pretty far north.
1: Uh, you you're right that um it's interesting i guess he must not be he must not be rushing very many times just very efficiently i guess right
0: not as much as he used to but yeah, yeah he's um throwing the ball so well that he doesn't need to as much and but he is known as a guy who'll run the ball
1: uh and the other fellow is probably uh Jalen Hurts no who is it Josh Fields Josh Fields Justin Fields Justin Fields
0: i All have right. it written in front of me it's the Josh Allen thing. It's I getting was in like, my head.
1: Who is this QB-16? I've never heard of him, Josh You know, I Fields. Googled
0: Josh Fields, and it was like, <laughs> do you mean Josh Fields from baseball? Basketball? <laughs> no, he's a baseball player, isn't
1: he? Well, I, that's the wrong sport to ask me about.
0: Yeah, he's a baseball player.
1: Anyway, okay, so, so Josh Allen clearly doing better, but the guy who is rushing uh, less often – uh, whereas, uh, the, the other player, Justin Fields, obviously not throwing hardly any passes, right. uh, and rushing more, but not doing as well.
0: Exactly. And like, you know, when you look at the top rusher, it's Lamar Jackson. He's doing great in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So it's not as if, you know, you would say, well, they're rushing too much. Um, but yeah, so Josh Allen, not running the ball as much, still leading the league in fantasy points. The bills look like one of the best teams in the league. There's nothing to say about him. Really. He's really, really good. The bills are really, really good but Justin Fields has only 53% of the passing yards that Josh Allen has. If you take away Justin Fields' rushing stats, he's the QB 30 on the season. So, this season, he's completing a lower percent of passes, lower percentage of passes, throwing more interceptions like at a higher rate and is leading the league in sacks. So, mm-hmm. compared to last year, he is actually playing worse even though like it looks like he's doing a little better. Now, um you know, I, th- this all does include Monday night's game where he did play better and the Bears won. They put up 33 points against the um, Patriots. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were both one for one. Although we really like had to walk each other into it. So why don't you present me with your next scenario?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't get that correctly. You got Josh Allen. It's just one of them. You made one for two?
0: One for one for two and the things.
1: We don't have a scoreboard set up properly for this.
0: No, well, this one isn't a bet.
1: Again, Sean got it in the chat room, so make sure you close the chat room because he's going to tell you before you know probably. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've got a tight end here, and, and and we're talking about two different tight ends, Player A and Player B. Player A has had 55 targets so far, 37 receptions on those for 320 yards. Uh, not very many yards per reception, only 8.6 Um and two touchdowns for 66.5 fantasy points. Uh, he just played his worst game of the season. Previously, finished every game within the top 15 tight ends. But, but this game was horrible. Okay. Other target hogs on the team could definitely cut into the production he was previously getting used to. Okay. Uh, player B, 39 targets, uh, 23 receptions, and 315 yards. Uh, So similar, he's only played six games to the other players, seven, I believe. Okay. Uh, But he has much more yards per reception, 13.7 as opposed to 8.6. His longest catch on the year was for 81 yards, which was rather impressive. Oh, yeah. Uh, 62.2 fantasy points total. Now, this guy averages almost four receptions a game, but he suffers from these wide swings of fate, going from the top-scoring tight end one week to the 47th the next and back to the 17th, averaging more than 10 points per game, however. Uh, So you've got a guy who um, has almost finished every game within the top 15 in scoring and a guy who's been the number one and then the number 47 on subsequent weeks.
0: You said an 81-yard reception?
1: Yeah, correct. It's not Taysom Hill because he hasn't received that. I know.
0: I wanted to say (laughs) Taysom Hill because of the jumping up and down. But it's the 81. I remember that damn play. I can't remember who it was.
1: Well, let me give you a first hint. So, player A uh, has been in the league since 2013 and has been only on two teams over that span of time. The superhero power he would most like to have is mind reading. Player B, on the other hand... I hope that's real. It is. Pla- player B, on the other hand, was drafted just a few years ago, but he's already on his second quarterback. He's a huge Disney fan, and The Lion King is his favorite movie. Is that helpful? Is player B... <laughs> mind reader versus Lion Player B Lion is...
0: King. Um, is um and the lions um i can't think of his name
1: the lions tight end that's all i'll accept the lions tight end that's tj hawkinson Hawkinson. from iowa yes yeah yes so he is hawkinson he had that really long uh catch uh, and he's been doing very well this year but sort of up and down because Mm -hmm. he he was the number one tight end then the 47th and the 17th right but he's been averaging more than 10 points a game uh, and has gotten a lot of uh, of fantasy value out of a couple games. Sure. Now, now, do you have any guesses for Player A? And that
0: makes sense because he's had a bye week. Uh, player A, can you give me one more clue for Player A?
1: Both tight ends measure up at about 6'5", 250 pounds. He's, okay. He's like, that's not helpful. That's a standard size of tight end. That's
0: how. That's a tight end. <laughs> that's what a tight end is.
1: Well, is, is Player A... Bigger guys, you know.
0: Is Player A...
1: I've got another one. Player A's first and last names are, are the okay. same number of characters. Is it George Kittle? No, those are not the same number, are they?
0: I didn't do the count. That's no, only six. No, no, maybe it but is. It is six, and six. Yes, it is,
1: but but that's not correct. Okay. <laughs> but it's not I correct. mean, how many of those are there? Probably only like two or three. That's how tight ends work. Yeah. Travis Kelsey? Is that it's true? It's not too? Travis
0: Kelsey, but <laughs> Travis and Kelsey both have five letters. I guess
1: they're all <laughs> the same amount of characters, except for Hawkinson. CJ <laughs> uh, Hawkinson. Um, no that's that's all I got but for maybe what TJ
0: stands for would, would work no that doesn't matter we don't need to get into that okay so player, is it, player um, a
1: is the te4 uh, his first and last name are the same amount of characters he was drafted uh, in in 2013 and he's only been on two teams since then and his favorite uh, his his ideal superhero power is mind reading
0: a guy who's been around since 13. um I mean it's not great podcasting if I just sit here and um my way through all of the tight ends I can tell league. you
1: yeah just tell me so that's Zach Ertz oh yeah, so he's doing really well at tight end for I think
0: I would have arrived at him at like number 30 so
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> good thing you just told me and besides last game uh has finished every game within the top 15 tight end so he's really been a good solid tight end to have on the squad okay uh and Arizona's only getting better right now with with of course Hopkins coming on even though they lost Hollywood Brown Uh, Hopkins is going to give Kyler a good target to Pepper. So the question that I brought up in my summary, and and I'll go over this again real quickly as far as like a prediction going forward, uh, is that DeAndre Hopkins soaked up so many passes in the last game. And I watched the whole game. It was really fun to see them connect again finally after him being out for six games. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I worry that, uh, that that happening in general um, is going to affect uh, the amount of targets that Ertz was getting, especially because as soon as Hopkins came back, Ertz only ended up with one reception for nine yards. Um, I think that it will eventually even out. I think Murray was just so happy to get Hopkins back that the plan for the game was just Hopkins.
0: Hopkins. <laughs> it's written on the board. Hopkins. You're going to throw it to Hopkins, now go play COD. Yeah. He
1: was like, <laughs> he was like well, the new COD came out. Like, I, I got to finish up this game. I got to finish it up. Yeah anyway so there we go good job got Hawkinson uh so you're still uh uh two for four fifty percent two for four I'll take it and and I'll do one oh, three more for here. three with Colas but I, I wasn't doing well with those with those northern quarterbacks uh, well
0: i I admit to having a really bad incorrect clue <laughs> it's only half correct
1: uh would you rather switch on the next one here
0: have a running back drafted in the top five or one drafted outside the top ten. Last season, the younger of these players averaged 15.5 points per game. The older one managed just 9.2. Both players have over 35% of their team's total offensive touches. That's including wide receivers. Both players have 60% of their team's rushing attempts. It's fair to say both are known as bell cow backs. So obviously you're going to want the guy drafted earlier,
1: usually. Usually. But I'm leading you on drafted earlier are they both drafted in the same year
0: uh i meant th- like adp in 2022 for fantasy
1: oh i see yes okay yeah
0: so one of them was drafted in the top five the other one was drafted outside of the top 10 mm-hmm. they're both bell cow backs the younger one
1: gotcha gotcha
0: averaged 15 and a half points per game last year gotcha. the older one averaged 9.2 okay but as i'm clearly leading you on one of them has risen and one of them has fallen so the younger player has not reached 12 points this year And the elder player has dipped below 15 only once. I I probably know who that is. Okay. Well, um, that was my first clue. You want to take a guess? These these are
1: running backs, correct? These are running backs. So I will guess uh, uh, (sighs) Najee Harris and Saquon Barkley. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. Nice job. So my other clues were... I've been paying attention to running backs really closely this year.
0: So the younger player is the RB23 and the elder player is the RB3. Yeah. Yeah. The younger player was drafted as the RB five, and Saquon Barkley was drafted as number eleven. Um, the elder player is on a team. Is the only isn't? Sorry, the elder player isn't even the only player on his team that has a hundred yard rushing game.
1: I like how you keep Daniel calling Jones him Jones heads. The one. elder, like he's wearing like white. I should have just done player A and player like B. Like he's wearing like he's wearing underwear underneath of his regular clothes. That's a Mormon joke. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the younger player doesn't even have. Thank you, Elder Barkley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yes.
0: So yes, no, no offense
1: to any uh uh any folks out there that I don't think to be Mormons Mormon. are allowed to play fantasy football. They're not. I
0: don't think so. I don't think so.
1: I think that's Lutherans, Jason. Okay. Let's let's stop waxing religious, though. That's that's. That's a, not what people are here for. That's a bad scene. Yeah. So Barkley's
0: had an outstanding season. He has a remarkably high floor. Yes. He has forty six percent of
1: all of the Giants' offensive touches. You know, people weren't believing in him, and, and I count me as, as one of those people who didn't think the Giants could could cut it in fantasy. I don't know this who year.
0: thought the Giants would be as good as they are. Certainly. But um, not I. He is the Belkowiest of the Belkows. Yeah. Forty like half of his team's entire offense goes through him. It's amazing. He's on the field for over 80% of the, the snaps. Yeah, I talked about him last week in my column.
1: Which is funny. You, and you, I said that I know he's high, but you have to try and trade for him right now. The fact that you pointed those two players out because uh, because Najee is on the Steelers, and, and that's exactly how they would normally play their running backs yes. As, yes. as being out there for the whole time, etc.
0: I perhaps picked players that were too far apart. No, that, that's okay. That made them too obvious. No, no, I'm glad that you guessed them. I am. I'm not, like, here to stump you.
1: I liked that one. I, I kind of knew right away. I was like, is it Christian McCaffrey? No, because it would have to be outside. So who's the other guy who's doing really well It's Saquon? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a, there, I think there's one or two other guys who were drafted later who are doing well still.
1: When you've got... Uh, some, and, then, like,
0: it could have been Jonathan Taylor drafted high and not playing well.
1: Some newer players, to. Uh... Um, and you've got you know, Brees like, Hall,
0: but why would I bring up Brees Hall in this scenario, really? Yeah,
1: I, I, I tried to stray away from those players that aren't going to play again. <laughs> that's a problem. It's an issue. It's like, a, what's, it's what's, his, what's his trajectory I'll for 2022? <laughs> Brees Hall. No, don't pour one out. That's, that's not good. <laughs> that's my card. <garbage. laughs> so,
0: Najee Harris did have an outstanding year last year. Cheers to say. He hasn't done anything this year. His ceiling is ridiculously low 11.9 points is the best performance he's had this year.
1: I will say in his defense that you know at, at least he is uh, he is doing um, okay-ish, as opposed to like not scoring any points. Which is the
0: RB twenty-three, which
1: we've certainly seen uh, like a, a guy who's been in the top ten before who ends up performing at like an RB 30 40 level. Um, but but yeah, I don't want to defend uh, him. It's really the, I
0: suppose. I mean, it, it, you drafted him in the middle of the first round. Not you, but. It's the, the, you know, Royal you. It's
1: really folks thinking that, like, uh, that somehow that Pittsburgh's going to get their offensive line together or that, like, Matt Canada is going to start calling uh, smart play calls uh, <laughs> this year <laughs> suddenly with a rookie quarterback. Like, um, not wise. So not wise. What, what
0: sucks for Harris, he doesn't have a single matchup for the rest of the season against a team that's giving up top 10 fantasy points to opposing running backs. So he has no, like easy matchups that will help him like kind of get it going so it's going to be really tough for him the rest of the year um, it's it's uh, going to be a rough second season for Harris so um, I, I think that I enjoyed this Yeah, uh, very much again
1: and, cheers man uh, we have one more segment uh, we'll get to in a moment which is just which players should you ditch ditch from the squad the Jake cut
0: list I love it it's one of my favorite it's recurring segments Jake cut list
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> I especially love calling it the J cutlers mm.
1: Well, shout out to Sean Foss in the chat. Um, Did you get any of the
0: other ones? I got disconnected from chat.
1: Did you get the other ones too? Disconnected. Uh, All right. Look, I have a
0: old bad laptop.
1: We have to recover. If anyone we're gonna, is We're gonna start a GoFundMe for Jason's new laptop.
0: Contribute, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean people have started GoFundMe's for, for less like valid reasons than this. That's a good point. Anyway, uh, uh, Sean has been uh, guessing the players. He said, I know player A, I know player B, too, now, while you were saying it. And then he said he had a teammate come back from a six-game suspension this week. <laughs> but he was talking about uh, um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. yeah. Not Zach Ertz.
0: Well, when Zach Ertz, when it's you were talking about Zach Ertz.
1: Yes. And uh, and so I, I told uh, Sean, we'll have to have him on the show, and uh, maybe we could do like a little bit of a... Uh, uh we should we should just come up with a bunch of those to throw at sean yeah but well, it'd be it'd be the best i think if it was have to do with rookies and we tried to stump them with the rookies but that might be a, a lesson in futility we just
0: have to make sure not to mention their college <laughs> and
1: and where did they go to college he'd be like was it on the east coast
0: that'll be the that'll be the like <laughs> final clue yes we're not going to tell you his name we're just gonna tell you where he went to college.
1: So uh, often when going Tell me who to cut, Dave. often when going over the cut list, I do uh, get in great detail. Uh, we don't have a ton of time tonight, uh, and and I don't want to take up uh, any of your valuable time more than I need to. So what Thank I'm you, what I'm going to do is just go over the players that uh, are are rostered in the most amount of leagues, and then uh, briefly mention a couple other people that I think should no longer be on your squad. Um, we can certainly discuss this, um, but. In general, all of these teams' uh, trajectory has been uh, negative. I'm uh, sorry, uh, players' trajectories have been negative, uh, and uh, people are dropping them um, in, in a trending manner. And I agree with that particular trend. So let's go. Quarterback. I think this is pretty obvious. Uh, people have been holding on to Jameis Winston. He might not even be the starter there. Um, they're so confused about what a quarterback even is. <laughs> That I'm not sure, I'm not sure that you should start anyone that calls themselves a quarterback on the Saints. Because oh, I
0: need a drink for that one. You have no. I'm glad you like it. Thank you.
1: Because you have no idea who's going to play quarterback if they're a quarterback. Well, why they're a quarterback? You know, quarterback. don't play Saints quarterbacks. It's it's not healthy. I don't even you.
0: think they know what tight ends are.
1: Not healthy. Yeah, like. Adam Troutman, who's he's a tight
0: end. Nope, he's gonna run the ball.
1: Who's long been a you know very uh, hyped up dynasty uh, tight end is not even playing football. Um, no, give me some Juwan Johnson. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> as far as the Saints are concerned, I mean, you you want uh, Chris Olave and uh, Alvin Kamara only if Andy Dalton is playing, and that's that's basically <laughs> that's fine. That's who you want. Um, uh, Daniel Jones also been putting up really valiant performances like he's some kind of prince in a 90s cartoon Uh, but I I don't think that that's going to carry over uh, to subsequent games uh, over the rest of the season. Daniel Jones is not someone that you want on your team, you don't want to start etc. Jared Goff is a player that people were um, really getting behind because of his huge offensive performances that have happened a couple times so far this year but the Detroit Lions are not a team that uh, that are going to be one consistent or two um, um, worth your while. Do not play the Lions players, they will ruin your fantasy chances. Do you have a Mon Ross St. Brown? Well, he's out right now. Is he? Yeah.
0: But I do.
1: Are you sure he's out right now?
0: I mean, it says out. <laughs> But I have Josh Reynolds in most of those leagues.
1: Probably don't play him, though. I'm saying. you got to stop playing Lions players. I mean, We have a guillotine league. You know what uh, something is that, uh, that a lot of teams... Yeah, I'm
0: not in it anymore, in I'm, part because I started Lions. How many Lions? I had one. I had uh, Amon Ra.
1: Well, last week, somebody started two Lions. What'd they do? Got there. their head chopped off. <laughs> yep. Don't start Lions players. They're going to be disappointed. We should
0: start each podcast with you reading off uh, the previous week's like elimination... Uh, That's post.
1: really only good for the people in the league, though. Mm, I
0: think other people would get a kick out. Of
1: Light it. a candle. We're about to start a. <laughs> what do you call those? Eulogy. A eulogy. <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. Uh, I do like them. I appreciate that. Uh, running backs: Jeff Wilson and Melvin Gordon, uh, uh, Tyler uh, Algier and Kenyon Drake. These are all players that you do not want to have on your roster, but. The one that I think is a little bit more controversial uh, that you should not have in redraft leagues, in you know 10- and 12-team leagues that you can immediately uh, eliminate based on the performance of the team and the individual player is A.J. Dillon. Drop oh, him yeah. and pick up someone else because people are just going to hang on to him for the rest of the fucking season, and it's just not right. It's not good. It's not healthy. You're going to have to see a therapist after you lose and that's not its not okay, man. It's expensive. It's expensive. It's expensive. That's exactly right. Uh, wide receivers, Rondale Moore and Garrett Wilson, both guys that have been, again, overhyped this season. Uh, this will be the week. This will be the week. Maybe chemistry with the new guy, but not Zach Wilson, uh, if we're talking about uh, Garrett Wilson. Rondale Moore, uh, it's going to be his time to shine, his time to shine. Mar- Marquise Brown is out. DeAndre Hopkins is coming back. So Rondale Moore will be the guy, and he's not going to be the guy. It's, we know who the guy is.
0: Rondale Moore was the guy for like two weeks, a couple of years ago.
1: It's not Rondale Moore. But Drake London is my big cut. Drake London, okay. the, the Atlanta Falcons are not throwing the ball to Drake London. They're not throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts. Spoiler alert, Kyle Pitts cut him. He is not helping your fantasy team. If you're on a dynasty league, of course you keep him. right? The, the, the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons is not going to be Marcus Mariota next year. Not at all. And and right now, they just want to get big picks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so some kind of fancy Viagra is what's needed in Atlanta. Big pick energy. Big pick energy. That's right. That's right, yes We appreciate that.
0: You're going to have that until next year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but but look. So Atlanta is the last two guys, Drake London and Kyle Pitts, and I know that they are, are such uh, high-pedigree athletes. They're superstars maybe, but not right now. They're not getting the ball. And so stop trying to play them every week. You bench them, you drop them. You grab somebody else. There are so many players right now that you could grab as opposed to those guys. I would be in favor of picking up a guy like Paris Campbell on the Indianapolis Colts instead of Drake London. Paris Campbell's been getting a whole bunch of targets. Uh, Alec Pierce, who's the previous guy that, that Matt Ryan used to love. Well, Matt Ryan's no more. You know, I see Paris Campbell coming back and being a Jacoby Myers kind of player, getting a whole bunch of uh, PPR points and receptions. It's anything's better than one reception for nine yards. <laughs> so, Jason, uh, also tight ends to cut besides that Dawson Knox, Mike Gusecki. Uh They're not doing your team any Gusecki's favors been
0: on your list earlier this year.
1: Yeah, but some people are still playing because they're like, two came back. Yeah. But it, it's a concentration here is on Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It's not about Mike Gusecki. Yeah. Uh, even though he's like, he's maybe the most athletically gifted tight end uh, or one of the most over the past couple of years as he entered the draft. Yeah. If that's a lot of good that does you when you're not scoring fantasy points.
0: Sure. So, uh, any. It makes us not care.
1: Questions, comments, uh, uh, vehemently uh, uh, disagreeable viewpoints?
0: I don't have any vehemently disagreeable viewpoints for tonight. <laughs> I just want to say that I am um, the cola tasting
1: champion. Yes, you are. Yes. Cheers. And cheers to that. Thanks, everyone. Pepsi Man. Better than being the Coke Man. No, well, that depends on your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>